You're listening to The Breakfast Show here on Faith FM. You are joined by myself, Lawson, the wonderful and the amazing Monica. Monica, how are you? Good as gold, mate. Are you starting the show over? That's what happened. No, I just, you know, we come into the second hour and, you know, maybe some people are joining us at this time, having listened to that news update. And uh, they just want to hear how we're doing. Dude, I'm, I'm having a great time. I'm shopping online as we speak. But, like, you know, a, a lot of people, they always ask, you know, what's playing on Faith FM? But they're never asking... How, how's how's Faith it? FM? You know, how, how are we? And I just got to say that like we a, are well. You like that meme for the dogs. Everyone always said, who's a good boy? No one ever says, how's, how's the good boy? The good boy? <laughs> hey, you're listening to The Breakfast Show. We've got a bunch of text messages here. You guys have been really faithfully playing the quiz as well. Yeah, good on So impressed by how many right answers there are. But also, we are going to have our next quiz. Yes, let us go with quiz number four for the day. What three things does Jesus say he is in the verse, uh, in verse John chapter 14, verse six? Mm-hmm. So there's three things that Jesus describes himself as. Well, not describe, he says he, uh, he is these three, mm-hmm. these three things. What are those three things? You can find them in John 14, verse six. John 14, verse six. We'll let you look that up. He's really, really cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's no, no, not it's the not like, he's not it's not saying he's really cool he's like saying he is the cool wow. that's what it, like, that's the difference that's not the answer by the way difference. Yeah. And uh, yeah the cool is zero four nine one zero six don't text in saying six, jesus six, is nine. the cool <laughs> 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 he is but that's not the answer <laughs> of course our amazing prize for this week risen by clifford goldstein mm. you can get that one for free if you win the draw, if you enter the draw, and how you enter the draw is answering these questions correctly. Risen is an absolutely fantastic book. It's essentially looking at these, uh, well, the first coming of Jesus, looking at his resurrection, you know, all of the different aspects of it, how it took place, what it was like in its historical context, how it affected the world around it, and how it even affects us today, both, you know, in a, in a theological sense, in a real practical sense. Hey, 0491-0646. Six nine is the number to text if you know the answer. And again, what three things does Jesus say that he is in John 14, verse mm. 6? You are listening to The Breakfast Show. We've got a bunch of people writing in, even giving the answer, putting some love hearts there as well. Shout out, Janelle. Um, we have a text message here from Wayne. He says, good morning, blessings. Can you give a shout out and hello to my dad, Colin, from Mildura? And hey, we will Colin. absolutely do that. Woo-hoo. Colin, how you going? Kicking goals, hopefully, as we are. Oh, apparently he's studio. listening for the first time. Welcome to the show, Colin. Good <laughs> on Welcome ya. to the show, Colin. Yeah, we really hope that you are doing well, Colin. And we, we hope that all of our listeners are doing well. And if you have a shout out, you know, if you got someone to shout out or even yourself if you want to shout out 0491-064-669 is the number to call or text i mean you could call us we probably won't pick up it we'll definitely see your text messages yeah and run that you know on air we'll give you a shout out hey we've got another text message coming in from michelle she says god would have you trust in his love and be constantly guarding your soul by locking the gate of your thoughts that they shall not become unmanageable for when you allow your mind to indulge these thoughts of self-pity the enemy comes in to suggest the most unkind and unreasonable things in regards to those who would do you good 
and only good. Now, I was reading this text and I'm like, wow, this is really eloquent, but then it's a, it's a quote from a book, um, <laughs> from an Ellen White book from Michelle's reading. So thank you so much, Michelle. I love, I love that too. The, just the idea of there is such a need, as we're talking about with Jennifer Skews, to control our thoughts and then furthermore, as Christians, to bring them in captivity to Christ. Because I, I love that too, because we often think it's like, oh, my bad thoughts will lead me to, you know, awful temptations and I'll do the wrong things. But I love what Ellen writes writes here, Ellen White writes here, because she's saying even furthermore, it can lead you to harm the people around you and to think negatively of those who seek to do you well and, mm. and vice versa as well if your thoughts are not captive to Christ. I love how, she, how Jennifer was teaching us that forcing yourself to think mm. positive thoughts will have a like literal scientific, measurable, physical, chemical actual effect on your body that that mm. really blew my mind as i was listening to her speak i was like resolving and determining within myself that next time i feel blue or, or i'm thinking of anything i'm gonna force myself to think happy things and to um especially like turn to god's promises and read mm-hmm. those i have one of those um i have one of those little wonderful book it's more like a booklet really and it's filled with god's promises and it's called god's promises from the bible you can get like there's many different publications of, of promise books. Mm. And I was like, man, that's right where I'm going to go. I'm going to force myself to read those and think mm. them and ponder on them. Absolutely. And I'm going to enjoy that measurable, scientific, actual chemical happy effect on my body. Absolutely. I really praise God for how holistic the Bible is in mm. that sense. You know, like we are listening, to, you're listening to The Breakfast Show this morning. We just had our news headlines, right? Mm. And it's like this person, like it talked about a, a shooting in the United States and five people yeah. died. It's like just so awful. And you read passages of the Bible that are like that. Dude, read the end of the book of Judges. If you just want to be shocked and disgusted, like <laughs> like some of the sections in the Bible are just, are well, it shows you how real it is because it's like these awful things were really taking place at the time and you see God's response to that but it's it can really drag you down I never want to say that the Bible can drag you I think the Bible is fantastic but you read these passages and it's like wow that is intense but then we have books like the Psalms and like the Proverbs you know the poetic books of the Bible and even sections of the epistles as well and things often that Jesus says that are so encouraging so you know the Bible just holistically responding to oh showing the worst of what's is and showing how real it is but then simultaneously it's like hey but this is the the good that can come yeah the bible's not messing around uh, amen hey we got another text message here from alan alan writes thank you guys for allowing the lord to work through you for the good of me and my family i always learn to be more emotionally aware after each of the psychologist sessions shout out jennifer skews for doing a fantastic job thank you lord with all my heart godspeed guys Alan, praise God. Uh, that's that's. Powerful. I actually um, I actually took a photo of that and I sent it to Jennifer and she wrote back and she said, what great feedback. I know we're doing God's work and teaching truth is so powerful. I feel privileged that God uses us in this way. Aww, Amen to that, right? That's awesome. We've got a bunch of people texting in the correct answers. And then we've got, hey, we've got a shout out coming in. Sky writes in, shout out to my future husband. <laughs> If, they, if you're listening, if you're on the air, we're going to, this is going to be a Faith of M love story. If you're listening to the show this morning and you're like, oh, well, you know, maybe you're, you're the future husband and you're like, oh, you know, I'm, is I'm this keen. becoming a dating show? Cause I yeah. am here for it. That's, dude, we can, we can like get them in the studio with a divider in the middle and have like a voice changer and they're like communicating. I that love is, it. That is so amazing. Funny. What's that old, um, is it Perfect Match? What's that old, old... Um, it's like a t- game, love show. The, what is it called? 
The dating game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's do the dating game radio. <laughs> I love it's, it. But it's like, you know, very Christian. It's like trying yeah. to find out whether they're Helping equally Christian yoked. Helping Christian singles find each other. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Equally, like, we'll do like a doctrine quiz. Yeah, yeah. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> and then a standards test. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> Are you vegetarian? Yeah, that, that's so good. That's so awesome. It's like, hey, what happened on the fourth day of creation? It's like a quiz, you know, they're just like a biblical that's a knowledge. That's a question, you know. That's... <laughs> and you maybe in all that, you and I can find ourselves. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Hey, <laughs> well, I guess shout out to our future, <laughs> our future spouses, spouses. If, they're, if they're out there. You're listening to The Breakfast Show this morning. You are joined by Lawson and Monica. And we are now going to get into our Bible study of Ephesians chapter 1. Let's pick it up. And, you know, we've just been starting from the chapter again and again, you know, just working our way through. We won't start from the intro this time, but we will start. If you can get us Ephesians chapter 1, if you want to pick it up in verse 3 and read through to verse 10. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise and glory of his grace by which he has made us accepted in the Beloved." In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, which he made to abound towards us in all wisdom and prudence, having made us t- made known to us the mystery of his will, according to the good pleasure that which mm. he purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of time he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, in him. Oh, powerful stuff there. Fantastic reading as well, Monica. We are reading again this passage, which we've been over a few times this week. We're slowly making our way through it and understanding the ins and outs of this introduction to the book of Ephesians. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491 Now, we see here, picking it up in verse 3 to 6, we were reading yesterday using such words as predestined, and then furthermore, we're looking at, you know, adoption and redemption, this idea that God has laid out before the world this plan of salvation and executed as well with Jesus Christ. And that's what we see is having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the to the good pleasure of his will. And essentially what we see is Jesus has stepped up to the plate. He's been the guy to get it done by hanging on the cross. He has been the one that enables redemption, enables adoption to him so that we can mend essentially the relationship that, you know, has been broken down because of sin. And that's the position that we're now in, that Jesus has become the mediator. He's opened the pathway to him. And continues on about that in verse 8. Seven, where it says, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the great riches of his grace. And this is, again, just making it clear. It's like, okay, well, how, what, what happened here? How does it happen? It's like through his blood and through his pure blood. I think this is the point. You know, often, uh, when we look at sin in the Bible and it, it describes it as dirty and mm. it describes it as filthy and then the, cleansing mechanism that responds to sin is 
this purity, this pure blood. And, you know, in the Old Testament, their context for understanding that, the object lesson that Christ had created with the sanctuary was that of the lamb being slain. And it was through blood they found the redemption and they found forgiveness for sins uh, because it was that pure, innocent blood of the lamb which covered their dirtiness and their filthiness. And, you know, they would take the blood into the sanctuary and they would put it over the altar and they'd put it on the veil. And, and it was that, that blood covered the sins of the people. And now it says, in him we have redemption through his blood. Amen. You know, what makes Jesus' blood different from our blood? Well, it's perfect and blameless and yeah. without spot. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's interesting here that this is a, an object lesson. You know, it's like through his blood, it's like, it's like, oh, because Jesus has a special blood type that no one else has. Yeah. I think I'm a positive, yeah. which is a little bit rare. I'm I, O negative, which is just useful. You, oh, is O negative the one that goes with everything? Everything. Yeah. It's not rare. It's just the most useful. A positive is a is a rarer blood type. So that means I just get called by Red Cross Same. all Same. the time. They're like, yeah. we need your A plus blood, Lawson. Yeah. Like, man, the only- Do you know the, the bum thing about being O negative is you can give to every other blood type who needs it, but you can only accept one particular blood type. Which and I is, think it's yours. I think it's the rare one. We're totally stitched up. Wait, what? Yeah, okay, so yeah. so you can... An o, we're the best for donating, but we're the worst for receiving So donations. O-type blood can only receive... O-neg blood can only receive... One other type A-pos. of blood. And I think it's A-pos. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Anyway. Then it turns into O-neg when you go and... Because, it, because blood types can't just accept any other blood type, but there has to be a match... And wow. you can match with multiple different blood types. So you can accept, you know, it, it increases your chance of your donation, mm. which is why O negative is so useful because every other blood type can take an O negative donation, which makes it, you know, the most useful blood there is. Mm-hmm. But as an O negative person, you can only accept one other particular type of blood. So you can't just take everyone's. Guys, in my mind's eye, I'm silly, seeing a preaching illustration right here. In the same way that the O negative blood can be given to everyone. You know, it's it's the only one that can go to all people. No, well, hey, what we see here is, I, I don't want to go too far. It's called into the that. universal blood type. Well, the universal blood type that we see here, the purest blood that solves everyone's problem of sin is that of Christ. And the reason is because he himself never sinned. Now, the illustration of blood is given. It's like, oh, that's an you know, interesting illustration. Why can't Jesus be food? Well, he is described as food, actually. You know, he's called the bread of life, you know, the word of God. Jesus, he's the word of God, the bread of life. But this description of blood is specifically alluding to his sacrifice, mm. you know, the fact that he died for us. And his sacrifice was perfect. You know, everyone who has ever lived is going to die except for those who see Jesus coming in the clouds. Um, everyone has died. But why is no one else death worthy? Of, you know, making up for sin. Because they're sinners. Because they're sinners. That's right. They've fallen short of the glory of God. They're all contaminated. They're all, you know, bird flu blood. (laughs) (laughs) Mad cow disease blood. (laughs) Mad cow disease blood. That's right. Not bird flu blood. But, you know, it's they're all mad cow disease blood, which Mm -hmm. is essentially, what was it, from like the 1980s? Yeah, yeah, in the UK. If you were born during that time period, up until very recently, you couldn't give blood because... If you're from the UK, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because it would have mad cow disease or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that that is the, the the position that we're all in. None of our sacrifices, none of our standing in, you know, and, and none of no death that we could die would ever be worthy to save a single person because it's infected, it's diseased, our blood, it's you know, it's unsuitable. 
It's not a match. It does not fit into the equation or the picture because we are sinners. Yet Jesus, because he is not a sinner, that gives his blood the the reason to actually be worthy of yeah, enabling redemption for people. And it, and it says that here. It says, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin, according to the riches of his Grace. Grace is something that can only take place when you have been wronged and you make the decision to overlook. You know, if if I'm not in a position to overlook wrongs or to forgive someone for something that they've done wrong against me, then it's not forgiveness. You know, the person who we have sinned against ultimately is gone. We have sinned against right. we've sinned against each other, but the Bible is very I love this when it, the Bible says, like, you know, forgive all people because you're also a sinner. Like, if if you don't forgive others for their sins, neither will you be forgiven by God. The Bible is very clear about that. And it's like, oh, you know, even if I could give people grace for their sins, they are completely and utterly deserving of receiving grace from me because I'm also a sinner. I'm in no position to hold myself above you know, the anyone else's sins, and that goes to the most egregious. Now, should people receive consequences for their sin? Absolutely. But grace, in this sense, is the difference between life and death. You know, consequences for sin, say, you know, murdering someone and receiving a 25-year jail sentence. Well, that jail sentence is the consequences for their actions, and that jail sentence is supposed to be for their rehabilitation. We hope that they come out of that a better person. But simultaneously, like, everyone who has sinned is deserving of death. The riches of his grace, grace can only be administered from Christ and from God himself because he's the only one in the position to actually forgive that and to solve that problem. Amen. But we see that that forgiveness happens not just as, you know, and a big question that comes up, why does Jesus need to die? Why can't God just forgive people? No, there needs to be consequences. Mm-hmm. For the for God's character to be true and for love to be real, there needs to be consequences. There has to be justice. There has to be justice for wrongdoing. And the justice that is administered from God is that he himself dies. He himself puts himself in the position to receive the ultimate punishment for sin, which is, you know, the the second and complete death. Which then Jesus, you know, because of his pure obedience to God, he is resurrected. Mm. Do you want to read verse 8 for us? Yeah, Ephesians chapter 1 verse Verse 8. Which he made to abound towards us in all wisdom and prudence. Mm, I love this. I, I want to read this in the CEV or the Contemporary English Version. I can look it up if you like. I've got it. I've oh, got yeah, it right yeah. here, Monica. I've, you know, I'm, I've got both You're tabs on top open. Of this. Oh, you hit multiple tabs. Yeah. Um, now, it, uh, the CEV kind of puts these two verses together, and it just gives us a little bit more of a clear insight into what the Bible is saying here. It says, well, it, it uses more colloquial language. It's, a, it's less word for word. It says, Christ sacrificed his life blood to set us free which means our sins are now forgiven christ did this because of god's gift of undeserved grace to us god has great wisdom and understanding and then it continues into verse 9 it says and by what christ has done god has shown us his mysterious ways again we see here um having in verse 8 it says which he made to abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence Jesus' death on the cross was the most wise and smart move that God could make. In fact, it's the only move that he could make that would enable the redemption of the world. Mm. Without this, without Jesus' sacrifice, basically you've got the world 
unsaved and the only option if god is a god who because god wants to achieve two things he wants to save sinners but also destroy sin if god wanted to destroy sin but there was no death of christ then all the only option that he has is to kill the entire world Mm. like just to bam like the flood doesn't save noah but it saves no one yeah. Like disintegrate the world and start over again, and similarly with Lucifer as well. Like, like he would just, it would just be the decision of destroy. Now we know that Jesus didn't die for Lucifer, but he died for the world. But rather, you know, Jesus's death on the cross illustrates. Oh, yes, these, you know, these evil angels, whatever, they are deserving of judgment because this is the state that they're in. We're going to get more into this. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Anyways, you're listening you to might have something. Who knows? Maybe, hey, maybe you're getting married soon, you know, or maybe you're, you know, wanting us to start a dating show we, so you, we can get you married <laughs> soon. Hey, you're you're listening to the to the breakfast show. Speaking of that, <laughs> just as we were saying, uh, hey, you're listening to the breakfast show. Look, we'll read firstly. We'll get into our quiz and then. Uh, <laughs> yes, final quiz for today. This is quiz number five. Is Israel was bordered to the west by, and I have four options for you. Was it A, Syria, B, the Mediterranean Sea, was it C, Egypt, or D, Asia Minor? Oh. So what was bordering to the west um, of Israel? So 0491064669, get yourself in with a chance to win Risen, the book by Clifford Goldstein. So Israel was bordered to the west by A, Syria, B, the Mediterranean Sea, C, Egypt, or D, Asia Minor? Oh, this is... This is kind of tricky. I'm thinking about the the, the geography right now. Mm. I think there's an obvious answer, but then I'm like, my brain is kind of. I'm like, it could be maybe a couple of these, <laughs> but like in. But then I'm like, nah, nah, just, Lawson, just go with the obvious answer. Just you, you, you're chilling. If you had gone with the obvious answer, would you got it right? Uh, yeah. 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 Hey, zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call or text if you know the answer to that one and you will go into the draw to win Risen by Clifford Goldstein. Again, that number zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Uh we've got a text message here from Alan. I'll do that second because we'll get into uh the Bible study. <laughs> this message that's come through from Sky. <laughs> she she says, Sorry, I had to share that silly request. And of course we're talking about you know, shout out to my future husband. <laughs> All fun and games till you'll mention it live on air. But then get, you know, that we make it a game with blindfolds and partitions, you know, <laughs> blocking, you know, the, in the studio. Uh, at least Robbie can have fresh ideas for content. Yeah, shout out our content <laughs> manager, Robbie Bergen. You know, we've got, we, dude, we're all ideas here on I the Breakfast Show. I would 100% tune in to a Christian uh, dating um, program on, on radio. <laughs> so 100%. amazing. They do it on, on social media already. Yeah. What is that, Adventist Single of the Week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that plays, Absolutely. That's but that's not a dating show. That's more just like showcasing people. But it gets people together yeah it, it, has, does. it does it has like it's up, yeah. worked hey we've also got alan texting in he says jesus sacrifice on the cross teaches us do as i do whereas our earthly fathers taught us do as i say and not as i do which is quite hypocritical follow jesus and his examples to be a heavenly father to your children amazing and i love that coming from a family person as well like again 
you know, giving that example. Well, we've been looking at the example of Christ hanging on the cross, how he could be the only one that could enable salvation by hanging on the cross because his blood was pure. And as we were closing out that segment, we also found that it was the wisest and the most knowledgeable. It was the smartest thing for God to do. It was, mm. it was the, Jesus hanging on the cross was the best option that God has. Now, it is one of the most painful options. It is one of the most difficult option. It came with the biggest sacrifice. Uh, you know, there is less sacrifice in the blood of the pure. There is more sacrifice in the blood of the pure Son of God than you know a sinful earth that has forsaken Him. You know, God isn't making like Jesus's blood. The Bible makes this clear is worth the life of the entirety of humanity. Mm. Like every single person is. Their value is found within the blood of Jesus. Amen. So, because of that, if Jesus hangs on a cross and dies for the world, knowing that not every single person would be saved, not every single person would come to him, what we essentially see is that God is taking a loss on his investment. Because his investment is worth the life of Jesus, which is worth every person. And God, in return, back, he is not receiving the life or the forgiveness of every person or the, yeah. Wow, the that's salvation. an incredible way to think about that, yeah. Which means that God is taking a loss. And you could say, you know, which which person goes, in, and it's even it's even in a, an illustration that Jesus himself uses. He says, which person goes, you know, to build a house without first counting the cost? Now, Jesus is obviously saying that in the sense that we as people need to count the costs and realize, you know, what we potentially lose or what we potentially give up as a result of following Jesus. But from God's perspective, he loses so much and he gains what, well, what, but what he gains, it's God who takes so much value in it. What yeah, God he values it so high, he makes it worth his yeah, while. Yeah. The, you know, the salvation of, however much of humanity that he can gain through the death of Jesus, which is worth every person is so high to God that he would again and again and again, he, you know, no matter what the situation, one soul, exactly. He absolutely would have done it for one soul, but we see that any return that God can make on investment, even if it's at a loss, any money that he can get back, any soul that he can get back, he will still make that sacrifice for And it continues in verse 9. It says, Having made known to us the mystery of his will according to his pleasure, which he purposed in himself. Now, again, the language here is quite dense and very poetic. And the New King James is trying to be as word for word as possible, but then, you know, finding kind of poetic and creative ways to, to structure that. And it's it can be quite interesting, but again, if we start from verse eight, which he made to abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times he might gather together all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth in him. And it's essentially like God. If we can break, if we can put this in in simple language, you know, God has put himself on the cross in Christ, has died for the world. This was the smartest. This was the best option to enable the most people to be saved. Um, and he, you know, having reflected that to us, you know, we now know that in the dispensation of the fullness of time, or when time comes to an end, you know, because he have done this, he can gather together all his people. You know, people will be saved as a result of what he has done. 
Uh, and that brings us to the end of verse 10. We then come to 11 and 12, which we're going to deal with a little bit more. But do you want to read that for us? We're going to look at it a bit more tomorrow, but can you read that for us, Monica? 11 and 12. In him also we have obtained inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, that we who first trusted in Christ should be to the praise of his glory. Oh, this is Amen. beautiful. In him we have an in, we have obtained inheritance. I love this. It's kind of like a two-way street. Again, it's, mm. it's a covenant. It's agreement. God is obtaining us you know, through the death of Jesus on the cross and through the spilling of his pure blood to forgive us. And we obtain the the inheritance of full life, an inheritance that we were given in the beginning. I love this too. You know, an inheritance that we had received from the beginning, but we rejected, God has invested even more for us to receive it. You know, if you, Monica, you know, you if you left an inheritance to someone mm. and they said, you know what? I don't want it. Oof. How would you feel about that? Oh, I'd, I'd be a bit offended, I reckon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, or like it's uh, you know whoever it is. Maybe you made them some something beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like you made some some beautiful like and something that's beautiful is practical that will be a blessing. They're like you know like this is good for them, and they're like um no thank you. Like you would just be so cut, right? You'd be mm-hmm. absolutely cut. That is exactly what humanity has done to God. Yet God has then further invested to enable that inheritance to come to humanity. It's just a beautiful picture that we see of the love of God. And as Alan was writing in True, as the perfect father who we ought to try to be. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. You are listening to The Breakfast Show here on Faith FM. And we have come to the time where we just give the answers. We're just... We're just, I've muted just dishing you. Dishing them up. Uh, we, we are. We're, just yeah. serve, we're just serving them up, plating yeah. them up to the people. Yeah, your mm. leprous Philistine, you. <laughs> Whoa, okay, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Biblical insult. Oh, well, hey, these <laughs> are the answers this yes. morning. What nationality was alive? He was a Philistine. What command? Which commander had leprosy? It was Naaman. Mm. Complete this verse. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne Road of, of grace. grace. What three things does Jesus say he is? In He's the John- way. 14 oh, verse sorry. 6, he's the truth and the life. You got it. Uh-huh. Israel was bordered to the west by the Mediterranean Sea. Okay, so I was actually like, it's obvi- It's actually really, really obvious which one this is. Because I, 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 my brain had left out the word bordered. Yeah. And so I was like, which one is west? And I was like, oh, well, they're, you know, Asia Minor and Egypt is like, Asia Minor is northwest mm-hmm. and Egypt is southwest. I'm like, well, the Mediterranean Sea is obviously west, but I'm like, they're all kind of west. But then it's like, oh, no, 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 it's obviously. Yeah, it, yeah, but what's yeah. bordering? It's like they're right there on the <laughs> on the sea. Hey, you're listening to The Breakfast Show this morning. We've got another text message coming through from Alan. He says, God choosing us before the world began shows his love, dedication, and patience for his children. In my case, I ignored him for 30 years of my life before having my eyes open to him it's the awareness of him choosing of his choosing us um, that should strengthen our faith by means of knowledge of how special individually we are in god's eye and ultimately his heart of hearts have a great day chosen ones lots of love or love you love you lots love you lots oh i love that i feel feel in love this morning but absolutely alan i i love that point that you've brought up it's um 
you know, uh, have a, well, even just the end there, have a great day, chosen ones. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, understanding how special you are to God. Again, as we talked about predestined nation yesterday, we talked about predestined. It's not a matter of God has chosen you over someone else. It's the fact that God has chosen you in the first place. Amen. And what we see in the Bible is that God has chosen all people. Uh, what, what is very clear, you know, he desires all men to be saved and come to a knowledge of the truth. He's not willing that any should repent, uh, any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. The Bible, you know, and, and uh, someone who is Calvinist would say, oh, no, this is this is talking about the elect. And it's like, no, it's not. It's Jesus's blood is worth the redemption of all people. Mm-hmm. And the the next step is, well, how does the pro- process of salvation happen? It's like, well, Jesus has given us, well, God has given us a choice to make either for him or against him. But then, you know, for a Calvinist to say, oh, well, you know, choice is a work. But we say, no, choice is a choice. And what comes after that choice is the supplementary power of God to enable us to be used by him to do his works and whatnot. But again, that choice lies with us. Jesus Christ dying demonstrates that choice too, that he has given us, you know, to be able to choose him. God enables freedom of choice. And in fact, that's what the great controversy is all about. That's what this battle between good and evil, this story from the beginning of time to the very end is all about. Our choice. He wants to give us choice and Satan wants to take it away. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Sin enables death. Like, that's the reality of mm-hmm. it. When you sin, you have no no choice. But, you know, being made perfect in Christ, being having received his redemption and his adoption actually enables choice. God is the enabler of choice. He's the enabler of transparency. And he just loves us so much. He he wants to give us all things, and we have been so blessed by him. Hey, I also just want to promote as well, we have our question of the day section this afternoon within the Producer Ooh. Shell Drive show. So, guys, get Send in, in some questions. Oh, tomorrow, sorry. Yeah, for, yeah. For today's Wednesday. It's thir- the Thursday afternoon show. So, guys, we need you to send in some questions that Lyle Southwell himself will be answering. So, give us your curliest, toughest most difficult questions. He brags. He gloats. He says, there's not a single question that I haven't answered on air. And I'm like, well, absolutely. So send us the hardest ones, guys. Yeah, if, spend if, some time. If you know, up with a craft it up and text us in at 0491-064-669. We need to torture Lyle. We need to, we need to put him in a position where he is just inundated with necessary research that he needs to do. But also, you know, it'll be a blessing because we'll be able to hear amazing questions and answers from the Bible. As you go through this day, hey, whether you're looking for florally sheets or, you know, spending time at work, talk faith, live faith, in our faith, you'll grow strong in Jesus Christ. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.